transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. That's right. You accidentally stumbled upon it. This is another episode of Coffee and Contemplation, dear hot dogs. So come on up here. Put your ears on and listen for a while. Uh, yeah, like I said, this is Coffee and Contemplation. I happen to be your host, Old Heart, a.k.a. Jared, a.k.a. whatever. Suck eggs. I, like, I just like saying the phrase suck eggs. That's mostly the reason why I do that right there. Um, anyway... I hope you're all doing well, or at least uh, remaining positive in this weird, weird time of uncertainty and anxiety. Uh, I am fine, we'll say. Perspective uh, helps me remain fine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's been a weird week. I definitely... Got some shitty news this week. I don't want to go into it here, uh, but like I said, it p- makes me put things in perspective, and it makes me feel that uh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing fine. Um, <clears throat> but we're not talking about me today. This is not a catch-up episode, because you obviously read the title of the podcast before you turned it on, right? Uh Today's episode is about the Ferrero Rocher Company, a.k.a. the Ferrero Rocher Company. <laughs> Ferrero Rocher. All right, so Ferrero Rochers. I was like, I, naturally, like all citizens of the United, of the, you know, globe, probably, uh, I partake in my share of Ferrero Rocher products. Uh, <laughs> so naturally, I was just sort of curious. I was just, uh, you know not doing anything aka trying to figure out what to record for this episode and i realized that i've been holding the ferrero rocher topic on the back burner for a while so i pulled up the wikipedia page here and let's just dive right into what is what we think it says uh clearly it does not give very much history of the ferrero rocher I'll get into that later. Uh, but it does mention, and this is what, what really caught my eye and why I wanted to talk about it, is that apparently the production of the Ferrero Rocher, Ferrero Rocher, <laughs> it says it right here, the production process is secretive with no smartphones or notebooks allowed inside. And as of 2015, few journalists have been ever been invited to visit. Well... I mean, that just seems that like seems like some really like Wonka-ish, uh, you know, like security measures. Like nobody, nobody gets to like come in or out. No, like, oh, <laughs> well, I guess the workers go in and out, but you know, like no photos, no, no smartphones, no, no fucking journos taking taking notes about what the what's happening in the factory. Seems crazy, uh, but. Once you realize that this has been, this is like literally like a billion dollar company and it owns 
a ton of sweets that we all like, you know, maybe there's, maybe they're, whatever the fuck they're doing is working out. Uh, it says up here, at the, I found an article on Forbes and it kind of gives a brief history of, of the company, which I, I, I liked. And it mentions that, so uh, the company starts really in the sh- in the the shadow of World War One. Uh, Pietro Ferrero, who is the the, per- the guy who started the company, uh, opened a pastry shop in in, in northwestern Italy, uh, and you know he got married, he had, had a kid, Mikhail, and eventually kind of bouncing around between cities he kind of started crafting this this pastry but for a little bit apparently pietro the the head of the company spent some time in east africa trying to sell like pastries and biscuits and stuff to uh the troops that were there uh because of Mussolini's like need like dispatched him there um then that didn't really work out uh world war ii happened and boom they were like in alba um so from there he really just like he just started selling pastry he just started selling these little fucking things uh <laughs> Uh, he, he apparently started experimenting at some time with uh, cheaper alternatives to chocolate, which is why he ended up with that kind of hazelnutty uh, taste because they ended up rolling with like a molasses, hazelnut oil, coconut butter, and cocoa uh, product that was then like wrapped in wax paper, and that's what he sold like all about town. And that was named after like a pastry that like traced back to or a confection that traced back to something that was like popular under napoleon i think he, he uh, says he named the mixture gian gian Duccio, gian Gioch? i don't know i'm not i'm not pronouncing it right don't quote me on it suck eggs uh anyway so it sounds like it took a little while to craft but eventually like he he kind of like found a taste that really struck a chord with people uh shit shout outs shout outs to nutella i love you uh shout outs to anybody listening thank you hot dogs you guys are fucking amazing shout outs to my friends and family uh shout outs to everybody back in wenatchee um you are all in my thoughts this week especially uh anyway so the precursor to nutella which, like I said, I just professed my love of, um, was actually called Super Crema, <laughs> which I kind of like the name a little better. Super Crema! Uh, but due to eventual, uh, like, legal restraints placed on superlatives by the government, uh, the company, a.k.a., yeah, or well, the company just basically renamed the Super Crema into Nutella, and Nutella obviously took the fuck off. And what they originally did with it was um, they were like they were uh, putting it in jars and la- uh, labeling it that way so people could reuse the jars because uh, you know, wartime penny pinchers. Um, and I bet that's kind of made it popular in households, honestly. So that probably helped like make it a staple. But apparently what was really big for the company was when they moved their company into the German market. And they had uh, apparently the real popular candy that got them there was the Mon Cherie, which was a cherry liqueur flavored or filled chocolate. 
uh, and that was introduced in 1956. So from there, apparently, the, like the German market was theirs. And like honestly, I will say, like a lot of the products that they have now that they have like acquired and that they produce now are products that I was introduced to from my German girlfriend. Um, like the kin, like the Kinder eggs. Uh, I didn't realize Kinder products were all made by the Ferrero Rocher company, <laughs> but they are, dear hot dog, they are. Uh, so I mean, I, I, you know, they they took the German market and then they started kind of sweeping Europe. Like they hit Belgium, Austria, and then France. And after that, I mean, like you got it. Uh, apparently. Ooh, so apparently, uh, they also got in trouble when they were in, uh, in the U.S. in the U.S. market because in 2012 they had to settle a false advertising lawsuit for 3.1 million dollars because they're saying, <laughs> oh, they're saying, they're saying that it was uh, Nutella is an example of a tasty yet balanced breakfast which it most certainly is not. But apparently that's the kind of stuff that really got them popular in some of those other European markets was those like, uh, like kind of uh, campaign ad campaigns alluding to its health, like healthfulness or health benefits, which Nutella is not that. I love you anyway. Uh, so super crema, AKA Nutella, delicious. Um, apparently in, uh, what was it? I was just reading this. Uh, apparently, in Hong Kong and uh, or from Hong Kong to mainland China, the two biggest or not two, but the, some of the top uh, most smuggled items are Ferrero Rocher chocolates and baby formula, <laughs> which I just thought was a really funny fact. Um, and also, side note: those Moncherry things don't really sound that great to me. I'm just gonna throw that out there. So by the time the company finally grew to this like worldwide billion dollar entity the father Mikel whose father Pietro started the company was ready to hand it down to his kids uh the kid that runs it right now is Giovanni oh shit sorry I'm totally forgot to mention by the way that they started acquiring new product lines, including the Kinder one in, in the 60s. So like Kinderline came up in, 19, in 1968 and they even bought Tic Tac in 1969. Did you know that Ferrero Rocher makes your Tic Tacs? <laughs> uh, so they, so Mikhail passes, passes the company down to, to what really is like candy chocolate royalty like this like these this kid giovanni ferrero is like is like born and bred to be a chocolate heir right and so this chocolate heir goes and studies like marketing in the u.s or whatever and then starts bouncing around between the different uh sites that this company owns like places all over the world to learn how to run the business which is really smart and he learns how to run like the day-to-day -day stuff uh you know and he learns how to kind of start slowly running bigger and bigger pictures and so now the company is obviously huge it's fucking delicious stuff uh and we, and we all love it 
<laughs> I just, I, I just, I want to know what's so secretive about the way that they make stuff. Like it says right here on the Wikipedia page, the chocolate, the Ferrero Rocher chocolates consist of whole roasted hazelnut uh, encased in thin wafer shell, which we all experience when we bite into those delicious morsels. Uh, its ingredients are milk chocolate, sugar, cocoa butter, cocoa mass, skim milk powder, butter oil, lechon, uh, vanilla, hazelnuts, palm oil, wheat flour, whey, low-fat low cocoa powder, and uh, sodium bicarbonate. Oh, and salt. Uh, so, it's not like their ingredients are not known. Maybe it's just the measurements that are so secretive? But how can they be that secretive? I just want to know. I just love Ferrero Rocher's and I love Nutella, AKA Super Crema, which I'm gonna start calling it from now on. And now my mouth is watering. It's the end of the episode. Well, dear hot dogs, I hope you learned something. You ripened up your coconut a little bit, I guess. We all talk, learn, listen about the Ferrero Rocher company, Ferrero Rocher company. I mean, it was really useless information. It's called Shinfo for a reason, people. Uh, Go out there, use your brains for good. Every day's a great day to ripen up that coconut on whatever you're interested in, really. That's what ripening up your coconut's about. Learn something you're interested in. Look into something you want to know more. Don't be lame. Uh, Thank you for listening. You're all fucking amazing, as always. Um, I want to say shout-outs to all my, like I said, my Wenatchee friends, particularly my JSEC crew, my Waldo's crew, uh, all you cool cats and kittens, man. I miss y'all. My heart's with you. Uh, Keep your stick on the ice.